A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. We are all entitled to sexual health, just as much as physical and mental health. We want to make it easier for folks to find resources. However they engage with us, there's no wrong door. So it's important that people are able to get access to care that is affirming. Talking about what their sex life is, about their concerns, and to make sure they're healthy. Do it for them. Do it for you, Montgomery County. Your sexual health matters. Visit doitforyoumc.org. What is going on, Rush Nation? Sorry for the delay. I'm Lewis. It's Friday and it is time for some fast action. So, unfortunately, Pitsy couldn't join us this week. But as always, I am joined by Rob. How are you doing? Uh, well, <laughs> Lewis, we uh, have taken quite a journey to get here, haven't we? <laughs> but we're here. That's the main thing. We reached a destination. Yeah. Um, I know we're going to cover it in a little bit. It's been an, an up and down week. Um especially after the week six games. We're going to go into a bit more of that in a little bit. So, yeah, it's just been a bit of a recovery recovery period, a morning period, if you will. So, with that in mind, just had to, had to brace, brace myself then a little bit. Let's move into Thursday night throwback. So, yep, the big news, and one thing that uh, I'm certainly finding hard in one way is the trade of Christian McCaffrey to the San Francisco 49ers. Big news that broke uh, early this morning for us, late last night for for the American listeners. Uh, He is moving to the Niners, and I believe it's for a second, third, and fourth round pick in 2023. Maybe even a fifth round pick thrown in there. What do you you think, Lewis? What do you think about that? Yeah, um... 
fair play to them. They're going all in, aren't they? Mm. Um, sort of joining their division rivals, the Rams, in saying who needs to draft. And um, yeah, fair. It's, it's an interesting one. Yeah, I think it's actually, for me, I think it will actually open up Carolina's offense a bit more. They're not going to have to rely on giving it to CMC 30 times a game. They're actually going to have to think about putting together offensive plays. And it, I think this is going to be um, telling for Mr. McAdoo in the offensive coordinator position. It's down to him now. It's all on his shoulders. And if he can't cut the mustard, then let's get him out. Absolutely. So let's crack on with last night's game anyway. And the New Orleans Saints travelled to Arizona to face the Cardinals. Both teams was two and four on the season, so not the best. And it was the Cards that won 42-34, bringing their record now to three and four. And the return of DeAndre Hopkins, which we will cover shortly. But from a quarterback perspective last night, Andy Dalton completed 30 of 47 passes, um, 361 yards, which is decent, four touchdowns, amazing, but three interceptions. On the ground, he, he had four carries for 21 yards, still 29.54 points, which is very good. Um, Kyler still struggled, even with the return of Hopkins. He, had, he completed 20 of 29, 204 yards, one touchdown, one two-point conversion, um, seven rushes for 30 yards for 17.16 points. He um, seemed he was having a go at what looked like Cliff, Cliff Kingsbury sorry, on the sideline at one point. So we'll have to see what develops there. Yeah, and you and Murph actually covered it really well on the on the flagship show at the start this week. Arizona finding it hard to get things going. We saw it very early on in the first half. New Orleans sprung away to a two-touchdown lead against the two field goals. And it was really only the defence that kept the game um, in Arizona's hands with those two pick sixes. And, you know, back-to-back pretty pretty quickly uh, turned the game around for the Cardinals. Um, yeah, we're going to have to see if, if they can come up with some of the other things when it gets within the 30-yard zone. So, um, like you said, return of the hop, 20.3 points, 10 receptions, 103 yards. Uh, so uh, not a touchdown to, to Grace's return to the team, but, um, you know, very much a focal point, especially with Hollywood Brown out. Um, you've got Greg Dorch scoring a touchdown as well. It's getting a two-point conversion. Eno Benjamin, he was also there for quite a lot of the snaps. Um, he, he seemed to get a, quite a nice lead in, in there as well. 113 scrimmage yards, one touchdown, one two-point conversion. 23.3 points on the night uh, in James Conner's absence. And then you've also got Keontae Ingram um, pushing as well to, to make sure he's got a share of this backfield where with, with Connor out as well. He got a rushing touchdown, had another one ruled out as well, I believe, uh, for, a, for a play because he, he went down just a little bit early. Um, in the opposite backfield, Alvin Kamara, he had a steady night, only 11 carries, but seven of nine um, balls he caught that came his way, 17.5 points. And then, um, should we say like... Um, a really good performance from the backups here in the wide receivers group. The pass catchers, um, Michael Thomas Landry out. Chris Olave, uh, the last remaining starter, I think, out of that team. 7 of 14 for 106 yards. Traquan Smith, 5 of 6. And then Rashid Shahid, second touchdown. Got a nice rushing one first week. This one was a, a beautiful um, passing a touchdown for him as well. Um, a 53-yard catch. Lovely for the stats. And then Juwan Johnson, Saints tight end, 
has um, been playing in those wide receiver positions a little bit. Five catches on five targets, but two touchdowns on 32 yards. So 20 plus points. I um, I played him over Irv Smith and Kyle Pitts this week. So uh, that's going to be quite a nice return there. Yeah, nicely done. And the defence, Rob touched on it earlier. Two pick sixes um, for the Cardinals from Marco Wilson and Isaiah Simmons. Um, they actually had three picks on the night, though. Antonio Hamilton picked off another one on third down in the end zone from Dorton. No sacks, but the Cardinals DST with a very nice 17 points in Thursday night football. If you started them, well done. Um, the Saints... Less said, the better, really. Two sacks on Kyler, two points for the DST. And, um, yeah, next up is the injury report. So a quick recap of Thursday night injuries. It seemed like it was a clean bill of health across the uh, um, the teams, although you may have noticed no Hollywood Brown. He was injured for, uh, on virtually the last play of the game last week. So he's out for four to six weeks uh, with a chip bone in foot. Um, they did, from the looks of things, bring Robbie Anderson to maybe has a replacement. You covered that on Monday night as well. He uh, didn't go targeted at all. So um, Yeah, he had he had one target actually, but he did didn't he? catch it. Oh, well. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if it was catchable or what. I can't remember seeing it personally, but he did have a target, yeah. Well, there you go. Um, so quarterback injuries um, after a few weeks out, Dak Prescott has been throwing um, with his with his injured hand, his thumb injury seems to be okay. He is back this week. Uh, someone else back this week as well. Uh, Tua Tagovailoa. He's not on the injury report after missing a few games with that concussion, definite concussion. Um, so it'll be nice to see him back for Miami as well. Kenny Pickett also coming back from a concussion. Uh, full participant this week. He should return too. Um, Matt Jones with a high ankle sprain, it's not quite sure what, what he's doing just yet, but he's heading in the right direction. He has got until Monday night uh, against the Bears to, to sort that out. And then Lamar, Lamar Jackson, he's been limited on Wednesday and full Thursday at, with his hip. I'm, I'm fairly sure he should be coming in um, and doing what he does best. It, it, the Ravens are having a bit of a torrid time with injuries. So obviously J.K. Dobbins left the game early last week with his knee. Um and he's not practiced this week at all. But let's talk about Jonathan Taylor. So the consensus 101 in redraft, dynasty, whatever you like, with that ankle issue. So he was limited Wednesday, but he locked, he was a full participant Thursday. So he's looking good for week seven after missing weeks five and six. Uh, DeAndre Swift. So the Lions are coming off the bye as well. So he should be well rested. But he was limited with the ankle and the shoulder issue. So two separate injuries on Wednesday and Thursday. He said he's definitely going in the right direction, meaning to play against the Cowboys. So he missed week four, missed week five, by week, week six. And he feels like he could play against the Cowboys this weekend. Um, Raheem Mostert, another Dolphin, with his knee. He was limited Wednesday, but 4-1 Thursday, which is good news after he had surgery to repair cartilage in his knee, which ended his 2021 season. Mm. I mean, um, what, when he's saying he's definitely going in the, the right direction, it, it kind of reminded me of Alvin Kamara with his ribbon dream saying he was, you know, he was ready to play. Um, I think we have to take these things with a pinch of salt, really, like... You know, Jamal Williams did okay in his absence. Do they really want to rush DeAndre Swift back? We'll have to see. But, um, yeah, Chase Edmonds might be liking 
this news about Raheem Mostert. So if Chase can break his way back in, great for him. Wide receivers, um, Keenan Allen. Yeah, with his hamstring injury, hasn't played since week one. He was limited Wednesday. He says, um, like a lot of a lot of people have been saying that he, he may come back in this week. However, that there's been talk that he himself may be out uh, for this week because they've got the bye coming up. Yeah, Rashad Bateman limited practice Wednesday and Thursday with a foot injury. Um, Devin Duvernay did okay last week. He was my flex the week a couple of weeks ago and did very well from that. So if Rashad Bateman does come back. He, uh, he he's likely going to mop up some of those targets. Jalen Waddle, another Dolphin. Shoulder inj- issue uh, in week six against the Vikings. He's been limited both Wednesday and Thursday, so watch out for the Friday report. And C.D. Lamb, limited on uh, Wednesday, full on Thursday with his hip. This is great news for Dak coming back as well. He's got one of his favourite targets to throw to. And we were talking about Hunter Renfro yesterday because we were thinking about it was going to be Carr, it was going to be Ryan for our, our joint team in the Battle of the Pods. Yeah. But um, Renfro was one of the people we talked about. He's flagged up on Thursday as it did not practice with his hip injury. So we may have to go for Ryan here, I think. Yeah, definitely. And another Raider added to the list who didn't practice, but he didn't practice Wednesday or Thursday. Hamstring injury, Darren Waller. So he left week five in the first half against Kansas City. He's coming off the bye week, but it's likely he will not be playing this week after not practicing at all. Um, he obviously had a issue last year as well, so look to maybe for even Foster Moreau or mm-hmm. someone because he could still be out there. If not, another backup plan. But Dalton Schultz with his knee issue that seems to have been lingering for a little while now. He was a late rollout of a uh, Sunday night mm-hmm. football against the Eagles last week, which would have bit a few people. Um, but he's been a full participant all week. Pat Freemuth. Good news for Pitsy. Mm. The concussion, it looks like he's cleared the protocol because he's been a full participant all week. And another Raven that has flagged up is Mark Andrews with a knee injury and he has not practised Wednesday or Thursday. Oh, that's not So that's a big one. Keep an eye on that one. Um, And yeah, that's about it for tight ends, I think. Oh, that's not good news for... For my fantasy team with Andrews in and Schultz. Oh, maybe a third tight end needs to be brought into the roster. Oh, yeah, it's that that Mark Andrews one is a massive one, especially for the Ravens who ain't having everything their own way at the minute. And of course, for our fantasy teams, because he's a stud, you got him, you start him. But next up is weak points. So, moving into the second phase of bye weeks. And we have no buy teams appearing on the list this week. Last week, it was about half, I think. Um, so let's get straight in with these weaknesses. The weakest against the quarterback is the Las Vegas Raiders, 25.5 points on average. They take on the Texans, which is obviously led by Davis Mills, QB 28 on the year. So low-end QB 2 maybe this week, or for Superflex, like you could start in possibly. The Detroit Lions, 22.9 points on average, are at the Cowboys. Return of the Dak. So we had return of the hop at the start of the show, and we've got return of the Dak in the middle. Um, Yeah, I'm firing up Dak wherever I've got him this week. Kansas City Chiefs coming in third, 22.1 points at the 49ers. Jimmy Garoppolo, this would have been a great week for Trey Lance as well, by the way, because um, the Chiefs let up a lot to running backs, which is such a shame. Um, but Jimmy G 
is the starter. And he was QB9 last week, so might not be a bad option. Yeah, and they were also playing from behind against the Falcons as well, so yeah, uh, this could be another game where we see him sling it a bit more. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. So moving on to the running backs, we have the Texans in first, 27.6 points, and they are at the Raiders. So we've got a team weak against the quarterback playing a team that are weak against running back. So um, Josh Jacobs, they, he was getting hot in week four and five before the bye. So let's hope we can hit the ground running and, and get some teams some, some decent points. Uh, the Lions are in second with 26.8. They are at the Cowboys. This could be a good week for Zeke. He was RB12 last week. People... People doubting him, but um, he could be coming back strong. Um, 81 rushes, um, you know, 81 rush yards and a, and a touchdown. But, but you know, can't can't um, can't turn that down. And the Lions hopefully will will give him some more as well. And then obviously Pollard's there as well. So you know, keep that keep that um, that running game going. And then the third is the Browns, twenty six point five points. They are at the Ravens. So if um, Lamar's struggling with his hip. Um, and Dobbins is out, then, you know, could be seeing a repeat performance from Kenyon Drake, just as Hill is logging full participation, and Gus the Bus isn't on the injury report at all, so maybe we've got Gus coming back as well. Yeah, all things are, uh, well, not all things, but a few things are looking up for the Ravens anyway, which they very much need, especially if Andrews isn't there, he's the main weapon. If Bateman misses again, he's your number two. Mm. Duvernay was even on the injury report. I think he logged a 4-1 yesterday. So, yeah. But, yeah, Lamar needs some friends, and it looks like there's a couple coming back. Uh, weakest against the wide receivers. No shock. As always, the last few weeks, it's been the Pittsburgh Steelers. 38.2 points, and they are at Miami in Sunday night football. Tour is back. Tyreek is the overall wide receiver free so far, averaging over 22 points a game. So he's eating up over half of what the Steelers are averaging mm-hmm. on his own. Um, I wouldn't be surprised to see that number rise a little bit by next week, yeah. especially if Waddle goes. Um, Titans are second, 37.6. They play the Colts. Now, I believe the Colts could win this game through the air. So it's obviously quite scripted to be a run-heavy match, as always, in that division. JT back, Derek Henry coming off the bye for the Titans. You have to start them. But if Matt Ryan slings it like last week, Pittman, Alec Pierce, they'll both benefit massively. Um, And then in third, the Chiefs, 33.9 points. And they're at the 49ers, as we said. So you've obviously got the elite talent that is Debo Samuel. But Brandon Ayuk, wide receiver four last week, Mm. 28 plus points, two touchdowns. He ain't a bad start this week at all. Yeah. What you have to bear in mind for for that, though, is that they may be putting CMC in. They may not give him a full snap count, but they may actually get him playing um, just to get used to things, you know, get used to the playbook and we may see some of these targets like slip away from Samuel and Ayuk and, and Kittle as well. So that's something to, to watch out for in the game this weekend. Um, we against tight ends. The Seahawks, uh, 21.4. They are at the Chargers. So wheels up for Jared Everett, um, especially with Keenan Allen, uh, questionable um, Josh Palmer as well. So keep an eye out for Everett as well. Um, Cardinals, um, 15.2 uh, against the Saints. That was Thursday night football, and we saw Juwan Johnson uh, get twenty points, five catches, two touchdowns. So I think we could see the Cardinals again uh, in week in week eight. Raiders they complete the list fifteen point one against the Texans. 
Brevin Jordan, um, he wasn't mentioned on the injury report, but um, he was limited on Wednesday. He had a full practice on Thursday. He hasn't played since week two because of an ankle injury. Um, and he has played nine games as a rookie, so has some steady performances. A bit of chemistry with Davis Mills as well. He did get three touchdowns in those nine games, so um, maybe he is a touchdown-dependent player uh, again this week. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I don't mind Brevin Jordan as well myself. I I find it hard to start him, even with a nice matchup. though, I think they've hardly been going to Jordan Aikens or whoever else is there at tight end this season. But... um, Should we go for Flex of the Week? Let's do it. Week 7 by Mageddon. And everybody, I don't care who you are that plays fantasy, has been hurt by this Week 7 bias. So you've got the Vikings, the Buffalo Bills, the Eagles, who are still undefeated, and the LA Rams. So you've basically got Cooper Cup from the Rams. Um, But yeah, Flex of the Week. You go first, Rob. So I've dug a bit deeper for this one. Um, I have gone for Alec Pierce, the wide receiver at the Colts. You've you've already mentioned that um, it could be a, a game to win for the Colts by passing it through the air. So Michael Pittman seems like the obvious look here. Um, if he gets the coverage, Alec, P- Alec Pierce should definitely benefit from this. He, he has actually had a bit of a dip in his targets last week, but the week before he, he got a lot of targets, a lot of receptions. So he is... He is seen by Matt Ryan. Um, he's a great deep threat as well, and I think the Titans do struggle against the deep ball. Um, they, they seem to be a bit lacking in the in the safety and the cornerback position at the moment. Um, so he's certainly one that fits the bill of being a flex of the week. Uh, I can see him doing uh, very well against the Titans. Yeah, it's a great shout, Alec Pierce, this week. Uh, I'm going to be starting him wherever I have him, I think, unless there's too many good options. I'm going for Romeo Dobbs for the Packers against Washington. So, Washington, they're just not quite on our weak points segment. Fourth most points allowed against wide receivers um, from fantasy pros, obviously. 33.8 per game. Um, He's played 85-plus percent of the snaps since week three. So he's had a rough couple of weeks against the two New York teams, but he's still been getting targets. Now, from week one to four, he's averaging 12.1 points per game, which is more than respectable, especially in your flex spot. Um, Aaron Rodgers likes him. He's got Rodgers' trust. So, yeah, um, I'll be flexing Romeo Dobbs this week. He seems like one of the only ones who actually can help Rodgers out at the moment. Um, like looking at some of the past completions with some of the other wide receivers, the other ones seem to be quite down. And Dobbs seems to be actually doing very well with his completion. So that is a good shout as well. Um, Pitsy um, hasn't sent a video in this week. He's sent in some good old uh, script, uh, some notes for us to read out for him. He has also dug deep. In fact, probably quite a lot deeper than, than our picks. He's gone for Tyquan Thornton. At the uh, Patriots. So, one for players in a much deeper league. And again, this is going back to some of his old articles and the under the radar players. Um, and again, it has some depending on features to it. So, a few uh, stipulations. So, uh, last week's game against the Brown, his usage improved because of that lack of wide receiving um, uh, options at position. Um, so, we need to watch Aguilar. We need to watch Kendrick Vaughan, who is subject to trade rumors. So, he may not even be there by the weekend, um, but it's all about their health at the moment. 
Um, he feels, Pitsy feels that Taekwon showed enough for Bill to take note, especially with how versatile he is. He was used three times in the rushing game, got a touchdown, and he also caught four from five with a touchdown as well. So double a double threat there. The second um, thing that you need to depend on is which quarterback plays. So if Mac's back, there may not be much of a connection, but you know um, Thornton seems to have been made, put more time in with um, Bailey Zappi after training with the seconds and thirds. So when you're coming against a mean Chicago defence, you know, that could really come in handy having that chemistry. Yeah, I really like that pick as well. Um, he was quite impressive last week. Fornham was um, straight off the IR, straight in, bang, two touchdowns. Like you say, he's a versatile guy. Um, yeah, interesting one. All three rookies. I think that's the first time that's been done this year as well. Yeah, so first tight end last week. Rookies all across the board this week. We are, you know, we're, we're plumbing new grounds, Lewis. That's what we're doing. Plumbing new, finding new things. That's it. That's it. I, I was, um, I did have someone else originally, and then I changed it because I realised I already used him. So I was going to go for Michael Gallup first, but yeah, we went Dobbs. Yeah, want to watch out for them. That is it. And that is it for Fast Action Friday, week seven. As always, you'll be able to find this wherever you get your podcast shortly after we come off the live. It's been great to catch up a little bit, Rob, after mm. our slow start to the evening. But, <laughs> yeah. um, until next week for week eight, keep rushing. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.